Moncrief on News Talk. Uh, it's time to uh, sit back, relax, and judge other people. Uh, Declan and Sophie are here uh, for So You Think You're Another. Good afternoon to you both. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Do you not sound too judgmental. What? Good afternoon. I'm trying not to sound too judgmental. Well, you don't have to sound judgmental yet. Yeah, because okay, like okay, me, okay, yeah, it's yeah, just yeah, like yeah, good yeah. afternoon. That's <laughs> neutral. I, I didn't mean judge me. Uh, you have to treat me like a living it's god. It's hard to turn That's it off, Sean. Once I start, it just falls out. Okay, here we go. Uh, we've had a big row within the family over my wedding, and I'm heartbroken. I didn't ask my dad to walk me down the aisle because he hasn't been a constant in my life since I was a young child. He left the family home while I was still in primary school and only in the last few years has there been any meaningful contact however my stepdad has been the most amazing influence in my life since he met my mother almost 20 years ago he's the one who came to the basketball matches helped me prepare for the leaving cert has advised me on career and life in general so I asked him to walk me down the aisle while extending an invite to my dad this has really upset him and his side of the family so his siblings and his mother are now saying they won't come to the wedding I thought this was a fair and honest decision but now I'm doubting myself has your panel any advice on how to fix this Oh, like wedding drums. I mean they are mandatory for every wedding you're not doing it right if you're not if you're not doing it right if if people aren't crying in the toilet um, oh my god yeah this is this is hard because I feel like it's the kind of situation that really you're not going to be able to fix like I think that there's a lot of people who just want the fight, you know, and you can't reason with that kind of attitude. Like, I do think, look, the stepdad did the boring stuff. But he was the actual dad. He was the dad. He did the leaving cert grinding. Mm. Basketball matches are very boring, as we know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> having never attended one, yeah. um, and like, so I think props to her for kind of honouring him in this way. Mm. And I think that look, it's very confronting for her, like biological dad, to realise that his actions had an effect, yeah. and they have consequences. And whatever kind of bridge building they've been doing the last few years, it's you know. It is what it is. He wasn't there for her. And it sounds like the same selfishness that kind of motivated his non-action for so many years is still here. He's still he's still the main character in all of this. And for himself, honestly, it sounds it's really immature. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but she'd want him to go. And he's, you know, the, the whole, like, his side of the family are going to pull out, or granny and uncles and aunts and that kind of stuff. Yeah, oh. it's that thing, though, isn't it? It's like, who are you doing the wedding for? Are you doing the wedding to kind of match up to everybody else's expectations of how to do a proper wedding? Mm. Or are you actually, you know, to use your face, the main character on your own big day? Because, mm. you know go too far one way then you're bridezilla go too far the other way and then you're actually just having a fake wedding that doesn't feel genuine doesn't feel like you yeah so yeah. I think for here I think the, the thought and all that stuff has already happened for this this woman that she's actually decided already had a thought about it realised that this is what feels real to me mm. put it out into the world now she's getting pushed back and now she's feeling a little bit you know emotions around that which is hard but it shouldn't change her mind. I think that she's already made her decision. I think that she already decided that hmm. stepdad yeah. is dad. Stepdad is stepping down the aisle with me. Other dad disappeared. And it would be like, it would be very, um, what's the word? Kind of, um, 
it would be kind of to betray her own feelings to, to kind of go, well, I'm going to let, let them get what they want, which is the, the mother of, of, of her biological dad. Obviously, it's feeling a little bit kind of scandalised and, and embarrassed by the idea of it. And people yeah. try to make themselves the main character in other people's events all the time. They all need to just take a, a seat back. And the people who don't show up for you when you're being honest and you're being authentic are kind of the people who you don't really need around you. That's mm. it. And definitely what's happening is a real us versus them now. Like I'd say those relatives are like really doubling down now. What they may have just been a little bit annoyed about at first upon hearing that the dad wasn't doing the aisle walk. Now they've had time. It's flying around the WhatsApp group for the last few weeks. <laughs> now they've really figured out that actually they are feeling betrayed and annoyed. And like... Do you want those people who aren't willing to come round to your perspective at all? You know, the thing I was kind of thinking is what you can do, because I think she's now she's in a hard position because she's actually said the thing and you can't kind of put that monkey back in the box. You know, it's loose. I suggest that she ask herself kind of two questions. How important is it that your dad uh, is there? And how important is it that the siblings and the mother are there? Mm. And like, go from that. I was like, if you write a letter, because I think one of the hard things in a situation like this, where it's very antagonistic, is that you feel misunderstood by Mm -hmm. the people who are angry with you. Mm -hmm. And I think that's quite a hard feeling to sit with. So I was like, okay, maybe if she writes a letter, just laying it out and not necessarily giving it over, but like just kind of reasoning through it all for herself mm. to help herself kind of come back, you know, into feeling that this is the right decision because she's right. been rocked by their yeah. response. What do you think? Like that's, she's starting to question herself is how I'm reading her letter. Yeah, she says, I'm doubting myself. Because so I it's think that thing of like, I can imagine the uh, the biological dad and, and his mum sitting there and getting angry because, and I'm kind of imaginary quoting them, this is not the way it's supposed to be. This yeah, is not right. This exactly. is not normal. Well, nothing is normal, I you know? know. And as a gay person, you know, who had a wedding, you know, with people walking down the aisle, I didn't have my dad walking down the aisle, but it wasn't because I have any kind of rage against my dad, just because I did it a different way. I did it my way. And there's loads of people who, who, who arrange weddings without doing that kind of traditional thing of having the father of the bride give away the bride to her future you know, in that kind of mm. kind of patriarchy. Yeah. So a lot of people would politically be annoyed by that concept. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, she'll, 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 she'll have nobody walking her down. Yeah, this is page. I know I'm like a cis penis owner, but like, you know, that's, that seems completely redundant that a woman is given away by someone. Yeah, but walk down the aisle with your pets and your animals. <laughs> <laughs> but then and again, she has, to say no. she has to say no to the, uh, to the stepdad. But the reality of it is yeah, that... Yeah, which is really annoying. Yeah. Because yeah. that's but not what she you wanted. do that. I don't think... I think that this particular person, I, you know, what we're talking about is general ideas of how people, you know, you know, enact their idea of what a wedding should be and, and what the, the ceremony should be like. And everybody who cares deeply about it will make their own decisions in that instance in advance. And this person's already done that, but now it's the pushback against people who think it's not, it's not the way it's done. Um, mm. No, they're wrong. You're right. You, you will have to deal with the, you know, political or the social or the, you know, the family fallout from that. Yeah. You'd have something else to be fixing anyway. So just put that in the bag of like, there's the drama. I know what it is now. 
I'm going to manage that and have the best day I can possibly have. That's yeah. it. Like, I always come back to the, like, keep your side of the street clean yeah. kind of <laughs> yeah, that, you yeah. know, thing. And I just think she's That's why done... I put the roadie bin on the other side of the road. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that's it. Like, she's done her bit. She's invited them, you know. And yeah. she could well have really said, you know no, what? Yeah. You didn't um, go through my Irish oral with me <laughs> and I have never forgotten it. Really? And Katobin, you're not invited to my <laughs> wedding. So, you know, she's keeping her side of the street clean. So I would just be like, you know what, stick to your guns and have, you know, a kind of, you know, faith that you're making the right decision. And, and it is your day. It is your day. Also, there's a dud table at every wedding. I know because I've sat on it many <laughs> times because people think I'm a talker and they say, we'll give her to the duds. The distant cousins. Oh, to keep that going. To keep kind that, of yeah, yeah. It's it's actually a real scourge. I, you know, <laughs> a terrible disadvantage to having such a sparkling personality. <laughs> but uh, so I've been on the dud table. I've seen it with my eyes and time slows to a creeping crawl on the dud Are table. Are we only on and, soup now? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> when can I mingle? <laughs> main course. You have to stay till the end of mains, but yeah. you can skip the dessert. Go get a dessert on the hop. But anyway, you know where those people should be sitting at the wedding. Oh, that's that's another political them. thing if she's got a top table. Who's sitting at the top table? Oh, Who makes the oh, speeches? The seating yeah. plan. Oh. It's all a mess. It is all a mess because on one side you've got people who think things should be a certain way versus this person just being her own authentic self. And she should, regardless of whether it's a wedding, a, a birthday party or a bar mitzvah, she should have the um, the, the right to create the social event that she wants to create mm. and to, to deal with the consequences of that afterwards. You know, because, you know, the, the worst thing that can possibly happen is that people go and have a terrible time. You know, or walk away with a judgment. They yeah. do that anyway. That's part of the that's, that's my favorite thing about social events is walking away with a judgment. So, from that point of view, again, it comes back to that point. You you already thought this through. You already felt it out. You already know what you feel. You put it out into the world. You're getting a bit of pushback. Yeah. So what? You know, that's you know, if you didn't get yeah. any pushback at all, that would be because people didn't care, which would be awful. Or you know, you're having a really bland event. Let me read out some comments on this. Yes. My father-in-law who worked out in his family many years ago was told he had no rights at the wedding at all. He got over it eventually. Anne-Marie says there's no mention of how the actual dad reacted. Well, she does say he's upset, but she makes it an interesting point. Just his family. Maybe he's well aware he didn't do enough to justify walking her down the aisle. She needs to talk directly to him mm. and let him deal with his family, but stick to her gun. Stepdad deserves the honour after being 100% supportive. No doubt will continue to be. Uh, she also uh, adds, uh, have the actual dad walk her six steps down the aisle <laughs> to represent the number of years oh he was God. around for. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> uh, why not let the mother give her away uh, uh, someone else says outrageous just because the dad wasn't the best mm, you're underselling that one doesn't mean you have to behave badly either do the right oh. thing the stepfather is not the father the past won't change this way it will only get better <gasps> that's the um. granny that, that has is. to be the dad. I'd say that's somebody that's who has... That's a biological you know, essential. Of the, the, some of these are informed <laughs> by their own, uh, uh, the, their own experiences. The woman has made absolutely the right decision. Uh, yes. Think of how upset your stepdad would be if you didn't choose him, especially if you now choose your biological dad. I think that will make you uh, realise that you've done the right thing. It sounds like you may be better off if those people who say they aren't mm. going, uh, so indeed not go. Give your stepdad a hug. Action embodies a dad, not genetics. 
Correct. Uh, and Dee in Dublin says, feck them. Uh, fewer people there, cut your wedding costs in half. Win-win. <laughs> <laughs> says Dee. Right, I caught my girlfriend on one of those awful sex lines. As in, apart, you know, that's in contrast to the wonderful sex lines that we all know about. Uh, and I don't no mean judgment. She, and I don't mean she was ringing one. I mean she was the woman on the end of the call. We don't live in the same country and I had noticed that I couldn't get hold of her some evenings for hours at a time. Last week I had reason to stay in hers as a last minute decision and she kept disappearing. I got suspicious and stood outside the bedroom door and sure enough, she was in there moaning and talking dirty to some random owl lad. I knew it was a phone lad because at one point I heard her say that his ten minutes were up uh, but they could continue for another five minutes if he paid a tenner. That sounds like a bargain to me. <laughs> I know, I thought that was the most egregious part <laughs> yeah, of this. Yeah. Only a tenner <laughs> for another five minutes. I didn't confront her at the time but I'm really uncomfortable with it. Is it cheating? Is she faking it or was she doing things to herself while on the phone to him? I know she isn't physically with him, but what I heard was full-on flirting and sexy talk. Stuff she'd never say to me. Uh, I, know I, ne- I know I need to raise it with her, but should I break up with her over this? <gasps> raise it? Yeah. Well, I wouldn't advise clearly not. raising anything. Yes. <laughs> I thought these didn't exist anymore, to get, but apparently there was a big boom of them during the pandemic. Well, yeah. I've spent some time browsing yeah. Um, on a few. And you know, there's one called Irish Granny's Chat. It's wow. very, it's specific. Wow. And I was there People on it have for their fetishes several minutes yeah. this afternoon browsing the grannies. Now, they self identify as grannies. Right. Um, and but they could be anything. Yeah, yeah. Like, some of them have... Um, <laughs> Don't you start. <laughs> they have lovely pictures. Yes. And they have little blurbs. And um. one of the blurbs tragically said something along the lines of let me turn you on so I can keep my heating on. Wow. Such a turn on. It's real kitchen sink <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Isn't it? Literally kitchen sink <laughs> stuff. Um, but yeah, no, they're alive and well. Yeah. Um, yeah, I did obviously a lot of legwork. I didn't go the full uh, like, how, how, you, did calling you, how the 1815 number. You didn't save yourself a tenner. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The thing, like, do they have just a spiel and then that's it, you're done? Uh, um, uh, or, like, do they interact? Or, or how does it, you know, is it like. I, I love the Why way is it you're been, like It's you been so that. many years. It's yeah. fascinating. Yeah. Yes, it has. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, in the phone box. Put anyway. in another 50 pence piece. Is it push but sure, this woman has a, a. It's either a sideline or, or, or her main job. She's working from home. Yeah. Uh, she's not putting herself in harm's way. Yeah. It's, it's just meaningless. And as she's far as we know, she's, she's declaring it. Probably pretending to be a granny. Uh, or <laughs> it's an acting role. job, is what it's you're an saying. acting she's job. Yes. I literally have this written down. Yeah. She's reading from a script. It's basically acting. If she's, yeah. she's written it herself, herself. She's a, I wonder if she's in equity. It's, she's an actor performer. <laughs> yeah. 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 You're going to get her some way. Pay your union dues. She's doing improv. She's taking yes and to a whole other level. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> I definitely don't think this is a breaking up situation, except maybe she might want to break up with him because he sounds so judgmental of this kind of work. Yeah. I mean, the, the whole letter is very, from the get-go, he's kind of, you know, it's an awful sex line and, you know, even the assumption that the only person that she could be on the other end of the phone to is some Randy lad, you know, yeah, it's all yeah. just kind of riddled in. Which, you know, I don't agree with the perspective, but I do actually think that he he is entitled to have his own worldview. He's entitled to feel what his particular 
thing is and where his boundaries are. Yeah. The problem is, is that he hasn't actually had a conversation with his partner about what those boundaries are. So, you know, you can't just automatically then go, you've ruined everything. You've destroyed everything by being an actress reading on a script <laughs> for a tenor. <laughs> but at the same time, she didn't tell him. Yeah, but I mean... She was keeping it kind of secret. So, she, so therefore, she, yeah. is it cheating? Is there, is there cheating? There's a certain element of, you know, is having phone sex with somebody that you fancy cheating versus is having phone sex for cash of somebody that you don't care about cheating? I mean, I personally can see a distinction between yeah, both definitely. of those things. Yeah. Mm. He, on the other side of the very thick walls <laughs> of that person's apartment, <laughs> might not be able to make the distinction because, you know, he's not worldly enough or whatever. At the end of the day, it's still down to the point where if you have not actually laid out a boundary on a certain thing and whether that conversation is monogamy, how you define monogamy, whatever that is, if you haven't had that conversation, it's like, you know, when people are in the early stages of dating, are you seeing somebody else? You know, that kind yes. of thing. Mm. it's kind of in that zone. It's kind of like, you know, until you say this is yeah. where we are, then you don't have any rights on anything, you know, you know. Back I'm, in your box. I'm figure, picturing that conversation and kind of, <laughs> it, it's kind of like T's and C's apply or something. Like, he's yeah, like, yeah. Oh, do you believe in monogamy? Monogamy may include <laughs> yeah. talking on a phone sex line for money. Um, you know, <laughs> it's quite, yeah. it's a real specific kind of Q&A that you've got to like put the person through the paces. Fair enough, that is true. It's kind of like, you know, what, what are you allowed to assume when you say the word monogamy? But again, it is that thing of like, you kind of, you know, if, I wonder if the conversation started then whether, you know, the 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 phone sex worker person mm. would feel that they had to come out and say, well, this is kind of, would you include this? Yeah, I don't you know, know if this is, falls under the... You know, could you please? <laughs> well, I mean, it's... Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah kind you kind of would. It kind really, of would. In fairness. But some people might be okay with it. Is it the whole point? Is that the whole point oh, no, is absolutely. That? But I mean, at the same time, I mean, like, the people on the other end of the, of the phone line to this woman... Oh, yeah. ...are probably doing a certain thing. Uh, uh, and, you know, let's face it, they're not doing research, as Sophie well, was like, doing earlier you know, on. I, 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 most men on the on, on the line to this woman are, you know. But like, Let's then, say Kleenex might be in the vicinity of where they are. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, it, it might mean, make, you know, her boyfriend feel a little bit uncomfortable with that. Is that not fair just enough? Just because you deal with sinners doesn't mean you're a sinner as well. You no. could be a priest. <laughs> no. no, but... Yeah, you know, wouldn't it? It's it's. I don't. I'm, like, I'm, I'm like, not going down the totally judgy line. No, but, but you can see why you might feel weird about it. This person should be gaslit into thinking that they should be open-minded and accept everything that yeah. everyone's doing. But mm. I do think that there are a lot of people who do have that open mind and they do not care. So it is a scenario where you go like maybe this isn't the person for you if mm. if your worldview is so kind of whatever that is vanilla vanilla that yeah jinx. <laughs> <laughs> I genuinely think this letter's full of red flags for her. You know, he's he's called it a skanky, those skanky phone lines. Um, yeah. They, and goes on to say awful sex lines. Uh, he, talking about, I mean, it is a little bit, I mean, prudish what he says about full on flirting and sexy talk. Um, Stuff she'd never say to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's really yeah. telling, isn't it? I just think like it's, I, it's a narrow... Uh, mindset and I genuinely think yeah I think he's uh there's a, there is like a tiny chance that for this guy, it is a kind of a, it, it's a baptism by fire, that he's kind of been introduced to stuff that he's never encountered before. And also the idea that, mm. like, you know, how will I phrase this, that the, he, he could have met a, a, 
a female partner who is, you know, empowered by her own sexuality and kind of, you know, mm. la la la. And she's just put a little bit of a kind of a, a wall between him and mm. her feminine power, whatever it is, that maybe he's kind of curious and he maybe wants to go around that. He just feels a little bit kind of socially, do you know what I mean? But that the judging isn't necessarily internal in him. It's what he thinks the world thinks. Because a lot of people, they make their judgments and their analysis based on what they think everybody else thinks rather than what their kind of own vibe is. And so maybe there's a kind of an education moment for him. Maybe he could be like really... It could actually, yeah. and, and I think before it, he may, yeah. maybe he should ask her about this work, and and maybe he might uh, actually. I'm fine with it. Yeah. yeah, he might be like, you know what? There's lonely people, and yeah. or you know, there's people who were this is their real kink, and like, there's nothing wrong with no kink shaming here, you know, and like. Also, it's a transaction, really. At the end yes. of the day, you but know? isn't it, isn't it a bit like if you're if you're going out with an actor? And and a, a, a part of that actor's work, they're required to be in a scene mm. where they kiss somebody else. Mm. I mean, that's kind of analogous to this, isn't it? Definitely. Except they're paid more than a tenner. Oh, I would think so too. But again, that's that kind of mental block. And, and there would also be sometimes actors whose partners go, I don't want you to be in that film mm. with Kira Knightley. Mm. <laughs> nothing, to do with, nothing to do with sex. <laughs> just hate her. Just hate her. Yeah, just yeah. don't like her teeth. <laughs> <laughs> and the way she stands. Yeah. I think there's like an intimacy element to it. Like that's the thing where if you are in a relationship with someone who does sex work, it's not the same as acting because there's, really high, there's this point. intimacy piece. Yeah. And so, I mean, it's a, you just have to talk to her about it. If you haven't a- achieved or acquired that level of intimacy where you feel that you've got like, you know, uh, an open flowing uh, conversation around sex and sexual matters to actually hear the person that you think that you're in this kind of unique relationship with being that yeah, flowy kind of with somebody else manufacturing is a bit challenging. It. It's a bit, yeah, but that's the yeah. bit. The manufacturing bit is, is the key here is because presumably that is what's happening that you know your girlfriend is more likely to be filling out her tax return than touching herself when she's talking to these people on the other end of the phone yeah. so that's yeah. more likely what it is <laughs> yeah. kind of like or on Instagram yeah. buying handbags yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, especially if they look for another 10 minutes uh, um, so one person says he should dump her because he's clearly uncomfortable she should yeah. be open and honest and get a boyfriend that is comfortable that sort of thing how do you find them uh, how, how would she feel if he was phoning sex lines Definitely not the same thing. Uh, yeah. Uh, Pat says, uh, quotes, your man, your man was saying she wouldn't talk to me like that. Well, Pat suggested he coughs up a tenor. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe she will talk to him uh, uh, like that. Uh, right. In a few minutes left, we'll just do the last one because we don't have that long. Uh, I'm at a major crossroads in life. I've been widowed four years now and I'm in my late 40s. We didn't have any children. So I find myself in a decent job, but single while all my friends have settled down. I would love to know more about what my life holds and where I should be placing my focus. Will I meet another good man? Should I leave my job and go travelling? What would my husband say I should do if I could ask him? Has anyone had any good experiences of going to see a psychic or tarot card reader? I think me and Declan are going to have the same answer there. Are 100% you? yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Go, go and get there. Do it. And I hope you I get do the exactly five what they say. I hope you get the five of pentacles because then it'll be really clear as <laughs> to what you should do. Oh my God, but seriously, like I'm a millennial so obviously I live my life by the tarot. Yes, and of course. Yeah, I heard that, yeah. yes. It's a whole big thing but I get my cousin to read my cards and she lives in London so she does my cards over voice note which is oh, really amazing. I'll, amazing. I'll just text her and be like, Nance, 
Is I'm it? falling apart. Will you pull a card for me, please? And she's like, yeah, absolutely. And she's a really soothing voice and she's very like insightful and like she's, you know, the cards, the thing with the cards is it's not abracadabra mm. like SJP and Hocus Pocus stuff. It's genuinely just bringing up interesting perspectives that you might not have thought of yeah. and applying them to your life. Yeah. And they're really, really insightful. And the because re- it's in that kind of funny way that it's, it, I don't mean amusing, haha, I mean it's that kind of peculiar way that kind of throws a little edge because a lot of people go, oh, you're just giving your life over to the cards. And I, by the way, I'm not sure I'd be kind of into doing it myself, but um, I do think that it's not an abdication of, of a decision-making process. What it mm. is, is if you're kind of stuck and this person's obviously been through a lot that's making the, the decisions feel, you know, overwhelming, that what is happening is that you're you're allowing a different part of your brain to engage in the decision-making process that might allow you to make a decision that you're actually happy with. Because in the but end of the she's day... she's asking specifically, uh, she, could she contact somebody to ask her dead husband to tell her what to do? <laughs> okay, well, in answer to that specific sorry, question, no. No, no he's working on the phone line. <laughs> oh my God, no way. This is what ChatGPT. GPT is for you just ask ChatGPT to answer in the style of my dead husband oh my oh that's so creepy oh my gosh oh my god it is my new favourite game (laughs) is having conversations through text with my husband where I get ChatGPT to write all my replies wow it is oh my god face meltingly annoying for him oh we can tell because (laughs) I say things like uh, tell Seb to get milk and bread in the style of Snoop Dogg and it'll give me like a nine verse rap telling Seb to get milk and bread well I wonder will Snoop Dogg would have enough of a kind of a back catalogue that chat GT would be able to scrape I wonder whether the husband has you know, enough stuff. On the yeah, I think, I think she should ask ChatGPT in the style of Snoop Dogg uh, what to do with the rest of her life. It's just as reliable as, as, as tarot cards. <laughs> Sophie White and Declan Buckland, thank you both very much. You are listening to the Moncrief Show on News Talk. Moncrief, weekdays at 2 pm on News Talk.